0: it's monday may 24th i'm rudy been noticing a lot of man boobs on television lately not everything is progress people let's take a long walk to cleveland (laughs) ow what's happening y'all Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. My name is Rudy Pavich. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify on Stitcher every single day on Instagram Live. We're a little late today, but uh, I'll explain that in just a second. It's usually around 945, but this week probably going to be more like around 1015, 1020 if you plan on joining us. Uh, thank you so much to Scooter, to Lindsay, to Danielle. Hello, Danielle. Nice meeting you this weekend. Uh, what's up, Alicia? Benny? What's going on, dude? Gretchen, Scooter. Good morning, everybody. Nice to see Hope you. Uh, hopefully, hopefully you had a great weekend. Hello, Mira. Nice to have you guys here. Uh, Hell of a weekend. Man, um, Saturday was a day for the ages. And uh, thank you to uh, uh, Danielle and her friend came down. It was kind of a drive, a bit of a hike out of town, out of Minneapolis. Um, I had a good opportunity to go down and hang out with my buddy Jim. Uh, Jim is a uh, uh, local comedian, been around for a a while, Jim Norder. And uh, we go way back, man, like 13 years ago was the first time that we had met. And uh, Ben says, Easton says hello. Well, tell Easton I say hello, too. Hell yeah, man. That's cool, man, getting the kids involved. Uh, But uh, yeah, Jim had said, hey, man, I'm going to go down, uh, tell a couple of jokes. You want to come? Good chance for us to sit in the car for two hours and catch up. So yeah, went down, had a heck of a show with the uh, good people of the den. The den in Mountain Lake, Minnesota. Beautiful little town, by the way. Um, Really dig that area. I've never been. I don't know. Uh, I said, got to get back down that way. Hell of a lake. The thing about southern Minnesota is there is fucking nothing. (laughs) As far as the eye can see. It is so desolate and boring. You will see a radio tower and you'll think, hey, look at that. We got ourselves a town. And then 47 and a half minutes later... You get to the goddamn radio tower. It is... Uh, people talk about driving in wintry conditions like in Colorado and the mountains and stuff. I totally get it. You go ahead and drive one of those highways in southern Minnesota, like an I-90. There is not a tree for miles. It's essentially Iowa just bled into the southern part of our glorious state. There ain't a tree for miles. It's nothing but flat land. So when you get a little bit of snow and some wind kicking up, man... Those are treacherous drives you have to make. And it's like that at night, too. There is nothing. If you don't have at least a half a tank of gas, you might not be getting off that highway. Because there is not a gas station for miles. I mean, Christ. We drove from Mountain Lake to Mankato. Everybody We just wanted to stop real quick and like get a Gatorade. You know, it's an hour 45 back to town. It was 50 minutes before we can finally find an open gas station. And it's not like this is 2 a.m. on a Tuesday. This is prime time Friday night, like 11 o'clock. Christ, man, keep your doors open, Casey's. Every once in a while, I want a chuck wagon and uh, something sugary to drink to keep me awake. Uh, Let's see. Char says, good morning. Well, good morning to you. Hello, Gracie. Nice to see you on here. Well, hello, Nicole. Thanks for joining us on a long walk to Cleveland. Also a big weekend for golf. I know a lot of people ain't really into the golf, but uh, you have to be into good stories, right? And Phil Mickelson, I mean, that guy, man. To watch those people gather around him on that 18th green yesterday was something to be seen to be the oldest guy ever to win a PGA major. There's no reason why at an older age you cannot be at your best. It just takes a little more work. And I, I'm going to cherish this, uh, this tournament as though it's my last because it very well may be, but hopefully not. Yeah, I agree. I like that statement. I like that there's a lot of people in life that have those stories where they don't even get going until the age of 47. I think about guys like Louis Black. I mean, really, Louis Black didn't even like hit his stride until he was almost in his 50s and then just exploded. I mean, that's that's an angle. That is a, a view on life that needs to be heard by as many people as possible. And when you can take guys that are, you know, to have won a major in every single decade, I mean, that's a lineage, man. And you hear about, like, all the stories that Phil Mickelson went through with his wife being sick and some of the it's just someone like the health conditions that that guy had when he was uh you know growing up over the last few years you look at what he's accomplished and to be able to come back because when i was watching i was like well look at that man they must be uh rocking them uh, them senior tours now and then realize oh shit dude he's fuck man he's this guy's going to win a major at the age of 50 they were showing like photos of some of these guys who won like there was i think his name was like old tim johnson or some shit like that he was like 47 in 1903 when he won a PGA major. That guy looked like he was in his 80s. He had a, he's like old man time. He had a goddamn beard down to his knees. But Phil looks great. You wouldn't imagine that the guy would be at that age, you know? You look at him, you go, dude, you got to be what? Low 40s easily. I mean, to be rocking 50 and going out there, man, and playing against guys that are athletically, they definitely outshine Phil, you know? Tom Morris. There you go. Thank you, Auntie Reedy. <laughs> Not great with the names, as you can as you can tell with this show. But it was great. It was great to see him out there. It was great to have that story about guys still doing it. Because nowadays, you know, when we were kids, our parents basically like my mom got a job at the hospital when she was twenty three. Uh she's worked that job now for the last I don't know, thirty five years. She's set to retire in like two weeks, and that's just it. They give you a gold watch, get the fuck on your way. You know? But nowadays, people are, are, are graduating college, they're getting into their job, they're realizing at, like, the year 12 mark, they're like, what, what did I do with my life? And they're hitting the reset button. And that's completely okay. We don't judge that anymore. I mean, we used to look at gals who, like, their husbands left or they got knocked up or something. We would go, oh, oh, their life is over. Oh, call it a day, sweetheart. And now you're like, no, you're just getting going. Seeing guys in their 70s that are doing Ironmans and, you know, biking, putting 300 miles on their bikes every month. Like, that's the new norm, dude. You know, you better get on it. If you're 40 and you got a big old gut on you and you're not doing much these days, like, you know, that used to be your swan song. You'd retire and then, you know, you just wear some goofy pants and then put on 30 pounds and that was it. But nowadays, that's, like, really when guys and gals, like, really get the motivation. You know, and especially when you have uh, grandparents that want to be able to keep up with their grandkids. There was a lady at the park yesterday. We took uh, the kids and my dog down to uh, Veterans Park in Richfield, just off of Portland Avenue. And I saw a, uh, a lady and her, and her daughter running around the park for a bit. And they kind of came over. The girl wanted to pet my dog, Paul. So the girl sits down. I kind of start chatting with the lady a little bit. And in my head, I'm thinking, like, I don't recognize this lady. Because, you know, we've been in Richfield now for 12, 13 years. not that we know everybody, but we kind of know the parents. We know who's around. And so I just asked her, are you guys from Richfield? And she said, no, 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 no. My daughter and her husband are from here, and I'm just grandma. This woman looked like she was, like, 43. I thought, how the hell? Even my brother-in-law, Justin, had said, like, we are floored that that woman said that this is my granddaughter. But that's where we're at, man. There's so many like great pills. All of our food like keeps us young. There's so much great medicine out there nowadays. Everybody's looking great and feeling fit. Getting out and like, you know, running your first marathon when you're fifty. Who would have ever thought that shit like 30 years ago? That didn't exist. There's no way. But nowadays it's like completely commonplace. So and the fact that I'm I'm just starting to get back into golf again really brought this, like, home for me. Because, I don't know, you look at, like, golfers, and especially when they gave that stat about, like, winning a major in in four different decades, that really, like, hammered home, like, this is a thing that you could do for the rest of your life. We had a, a class back in high school called Lifetime Sports, and everybody wanted to take it because it was an easy A. And I was like, maybe we should take this and learn some of these things, because I don't know about you guys, but I'm already getting my ass kicked on a football field. I don't think it's going to parlay into like a college career for me. So after this senior senior night and it's the last game we ever play, I'm done. I'm never going to put on the pads ever again and, and run, the, run the rock. You're just not. So you have to do things like curling, like pool, like skiing, like golf. And now at, at you know, being 40, I feel like I'm still like hanging on, man. I'm still feeling good. Still, like, doing all the supplements, going to the gym, somewhat kind of eating right. Probably could lay off a few beers. But, God damn it, if you had that pistachio cream ale, it is delectable. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't your grandpa's pistachio cream ale. It is delicious. But, yeah, it was nice to see Phil Mickelson win this weekend. And um, I would suggest if you are going to be, you know, thinking about something that you can do... Later in life, man, golf is just—you don't have to be great at it. And here's also, I golfed with the, my brother-in-law's brother-in-law, this dude by the name of Jeff. Jeff is a phenomenal golfer. So I had a couple questions for him when we were out on the links. I was like, "Hey, man, um, what would you do in this situation? How would you handle your club? How would you swing?" And he gave me some pointers. And by the end of our 18, when we got to like hole 15, I was shooting pretty good. Let's see. Well, My life in color. Try pickleball. I saw people playing pickleball this weekend out on the court. I was thinking about, is that something that we just like, did Whitey make that up? <laughs> were we just like getting school and we were like, we're too old and fat to play tennis anymore. But pickleball, we could do pickleball. Gracie, my dad is 67. He retired two years ago and golfs four times a week at a minimum. See what I mean? It, it's, it's low maintenance, but it, it just, it gets you moving. It gives you a, a little bit of, you know, something to do. You don't have to be great at it. Just go to par threes, you know? I'm going to get out there and goddamn hit that ball 450 yards for like a par five. That's a pain in the ass. I wouldn't suggest doing that all the time. But for 15 bucks, you can find a nine-hole par three, get out there, swing the clubs a little while. It's not for everybody. I get it. But don't knock it. I always thought, like, why the hell do I want to go back out there? Because I did it when I was, like, in my 20s, because it was just kind of a way to get out of the house and go hang with the guys. I wasn't really into it. But now at 40, I can see myself eventually maybe doing it as, like, a lifetime thing, you know? give you a chance to get out. Plus, it's where deals are made and shit, right? Isn't that, like, how we we all kind of did it? Isn't that, like, how our parents did it? You took him down to the, uh, you know, you took him out to the golf course. You shook a couple of hands. You played eighteen. You bought him a drink afterwards. And boom, you closed the Johnson account. Look at that! You're a hero. You saved the company. So, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't knock it. I mean, I, I golfed like shit on Saturday. It was awful. It was terrible. Beautiful course though. The crystal Lake. Chris, the the crystal the lakes crystal crystal something or another. I don't know. It was in Lakeville and beautiful place. It's unbelievable, Danielle. It's a great stress release if you're not keeping score. Yeah, yeah. Well, I do keep score, but I do have a limit on the hole because if I get to ten, I might as well have fifteen. Because I'm not, gonna, I'm not marking the fifty. I'm just marking ten. Because as far as I go, because I just add, add like, I'll, like the first like six or seven swings, you'll remember those. But then you, when you got to do the thing where you're looking back at the the hole, and you're like, okay, that was. Swing one, swing two. Wait, was that swing three? Did I... Okay, that's where I went in the water. That's where I went into the... God damn it. Okay, just fuck it, 10. Just mark it 10, dude. Keep moving. I did lose uh, 12 balls while I was on the course, but I found 15 other <laughs> balls that were shanked by equally as bad of golfers as I am, so I'm like, yeah, I'm three up. I feel like I came out ahead in that deal, so... Yeah, uh, also on Saturday, so that was a long-ass day, man. was up with the kid, like 5.45, had to get her to practice, and then we golfed 18, and then I ran my ass two hours one way to go do a comedy show, and then came back to uh, Minneapolis at night, got in, into town at like 1.15, and then woke up the next morning, had three hours with the videos I had to get done, and then at some point decided like hey maybe you should be a dad (laughs) you know don't let everybody else take a kid on the weekend maybe you should actually get up and be responsible for but uh, yeah it was great man like what a hell of a weekend and it was really nice meeting a couple of you and uh, hopefully we get to do it again real soon. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher every day. This week's going to be a little bit later than usual. Uh, this week is actually going to be like around ten fifteen, ten twenty. Uh, I got to do the Crisco, Des and Ryan After Hours podcast because Crisco is actually out of town uh, doing the vacation thing this week, and then I will be on vacation next week. I'm going to be in Montana. But I'm still thinking about like driving out to the uh, the mountains and stuff and still doing a couple of Facebook Lives while I'm out there. So at least we can kind of keep it consistent. I don't know if I'm going to podcast at all, but we'll see, man. Like That's supposed to be your vacation. Go out and vacay. Enjoy it, right? Subscribe to this podcast, and hopefully we'll see you guys this entire week at Instagram and Instagram Live at Rudy underscore Povich. Once again, thank you guys so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland.